Oh, now am I on? So I wasn't on before. I don't know what's happening. I didn't hear the beep. Hi, if that's in fact the first time you're hearing me. I don't know. Um, it's October 5th. Uh, the call in studio is not working. What does that mean? It, it, can you hear me? Yeah, I can, Susan. I'm okay, what it means is that, that the show started and then there was nothing. We didn't hear anything until you said, oh, I'm on. I'm guessing that the studio can hear you now. Uh, yes. Yeah. You are absolutely correct. Uh, I was saying, um, yeah. So, you know, how if you're on hold, like Susan and I both are before the show starts, you hear this beep telling you you're on. And I heard the introduction to the show. And so I just started and then I realized I never heard a beep. And I was still yapping away. And then I heard the beep, which is when then you heard me. Right. So right. whatever. You heard my in beep. Yeah. Okay. Is that what I heard? Yeah. No, you heard my beep. It was an inauspicious uh, start. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> from my end, here's what I was thinking. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, something ain't right. Hey, this is wrong. <laughs> okay, but here we are. So the the ship has been righted, and uh, here we are. It's uh, again just to set things uh, in. I think I said this, but you didn't hear it. It's October fifth. In case anyone's wondering. And, uh, oh God, Susan, I got a heads up to everybody. I got nothing here that is even remotely light. Oh, great. Well, well I don't anything, either. That's fine. That's well, fine. Okay. And, you know, I was thinking someday we just have to go through the paper, uh, on air, you know, and, and, and just read the headline so that people understand it's not like I'm going out of my way to find uh, miserable topics. No, but <laughs> you can find is. better miserable topics than lesser. Like, did you, did we could note Todd Aiken's passing? Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I wanted to. Todd Aiken, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, former congressman. May from- he rest in peace. Yes, really. If in uh, he was your congressman in same. He way. was. He yes, he was. Yeah, Todd Aiken, who famously uh, shot himself in the foot while attempting to get into the Senate uh, by uh, talking about the fact that if it was a legitimate rape that occurred, uh, that a woman's body has a way to try to shut that whole thing down. What he was saying that. Uh, women don't, you don't need, uh, exemptions for, and if that pre- woman got pregnant, she wasn't raped. No. Cause it, right. Well, here's what he says. No. Then I saw this other part that I didn't remember in the New York times obit for him. It says, so what if in fact a woman does get raped, a legitimate rape and her body screws up and doesn't shut that thing down and actually makes a baby. Well, he said, let's assume that maybe that didn't work or something. I think there should be some punishment, but the punishment ought to be of the rapist and not attacking the child. And as I read that, I thought, what is he leaving out of this? The, there's no talk of the woman who's pregnant. No, they never talk of the woman. The woman is that there's two. He sees two people. We gotta punish somebody. No, no, uh, you cannot. You can never make <laughs> forced birthers discuss the woman because, in their view, the minute there is an embryo implanted. That woman loses all rights, ceases to exist, and is merely an incubator to the far more important life inside her. And how this makes sense to them, that they get to cancel out one life. And another is unproven. And I don't understand. I mean, she just ceases to exist because the culture doesn't give to uh, yeah, yeah. About, yeah, about women. Women. 
right. culturally. That's the that's the view. Right. Right. Speaking of all the horrors in the paper, there was this thing, uh, story I read thinking, huh, I wonder if this is interesting. It wasn't. But it was about why, um, what's with the Taliban and what's in it for them to uh, make war, essentially, on women? Uh, Why do they do it? What is the purpose? And I mean, I'm thinking, what are they going to say? What is the purpose? Uh, and it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo. As they'll, as have, they'll, they'll do some, you know, God's will sort of stuff. Well, I, I, I don't know that that even the Koran and all that, you know, it, it came more into patrilineal, uh, you know, that everything was based on this patriarchy. Uh, and in a patriarchy, a woman's honor becomes extremely important. And so in order to ensure a woman's honor for the men in the family, the women have to be essentially imprisoned. Okay, well, so you can come up with that argument. And here's today's argument. I'll tell you why they went right back to where they were. They went right back to where they were because if they didn't, all those women now free were going to turn around and exact revenge. They're putting they're putting them away so that they won't they won't take over and they won't punish the men that deserve to be punished. Well, another unhappy thing that's happening over there. I mean, they are raping them and all that sort of stuff. It's not you know, it's not it's not all you can't go to school stuff. No, they're being attacked there. It's it's horrific. Um, I as one would have predicted this idea that they were somehow a new Taliban is absurd. Or they wouldn't put and the women right back where they wanted them. And let that be a lesson to the women of the United States today, because they're trying to put us back right where they want us and make right. no mistake. Yeah. Although, Susan, you have to remember that the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Yeah. We are extremely powerful people. I have yeah. to tell you. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're legitimately raped, um, unbelievable. All right, so Todd Aiken's dead, just want to say. I did. Yeah. I noted it, of course. I don't want to say I took any pleasure in someone's demise. No, but I, if we're discussing fact, sad and bad news, I thought we could bring up, you know, we could triage it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! When yeah, I, we could uh, we could one. discuss the fact that for some oh, reason wait. I seem to be hungover today. I don't feel well. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, Susan. Are you hungover? Where are you? Doing? I don't know what I am. I mean, oh, you just don't feel well. You gotta. No. I felt like that yesterday. Actually, woke up sort of queasy and. Miserable yeah, I mean, it's not like I, w- I went out and, you know, had a great time or did anything Aroused. any yeah. different than I ever do. That that doesn't yeah, have anything well. to do with anything. Who uh, knows? Who knows? Anyway. Who okay, knows? sorry. So, <laughs> I, just, I, do I decided to complain as long as we were having that kind of a day. Go ahead. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Right. Okay, that's okay. You're starting to notice it, and that's good. And But we're going to tally today. That's one. Fun. You sound like my well, your trainer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to women, though. Back to women. I okay. came upon this. This will get you roused. This is from the Lancet, which is a medical uh, journal, right? British. Yeah. British Medical Journal. They posted a uh, published, actually. Yeah, it's their version article. of the New England Journal of Medicine. It's called that the That is correct. Right. Go ahead. Right. They, they, two. There you did it. Yeah, we should have a lottery. Anybody want to say, how? what do you think the final tally will be here? And she's even thinking about it now. And the prize will be that I won't come to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. We are going to attempt the last. Unbelievable. That's three. 
shit. <laughs> okay. Just sort of bite your tongue for a second here, okay? <laughs> the Lancet published an article on menstruation. Okay, because we're still in the women thing. Menstruation. And it was specifically about uh, problems that women endure uh, during menstruation. And the thing is, the way the Lancet put it was, this was an article about the menstruation problems afflicting Bodies with vaginas. Oh, we can't say women. No, apparently we cannot. This entire effing article in a medical journal, respected medical journal, managed to do an entire thing on menstruation and didn't use the word woman. Yeah, because, you know, I'd like to come up with a different name. I'd like to come up with a word for our our people, okay, that is not not a word derived of man. Man, man, right. Okay, I don't want to be a woe man. Oh, woe is me. And I don't want to be a fee male. That is correct. Good for you. But you do know, Susan, we were created. You know what I'll be? I'll be Adam a bitch. I'm just going to be. <laughs> Adam Grib, we are a derivation. No, I'm a bitch. I'm me. going to be yeah. a bitch or a you. I don't want to be a cow. Um, I'll, I'll be a you. A you? An oh, e- e- E-W-E. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a... Uh, Hang on, there's got to be a better, um, a mayor? A mayor? That, that sounds nicer than you. A mayor. What are some female, uh, a, uh, b- 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 I don't know. Uh, you don't want to be a hen because you'd be hen-pecked, right? Any female thing, you end ends up being a negative. That's right. Hen-pecked. That's correct. Okay, so, here. All hell broke loose. I mean, women just pissed off at the Lancet. So what the hell? How can you do an entire article on menstruation and never mention the word? No, well, that's what I was trying to say. Women have been reduced to bodies with vaginas. Bodies with vaginas. The fact that there is such a thing as a trans woman does not mean that there isn't such a thing as a woman. That is correct. And Susan. this attempt that to try right. and pretend that you're going to, oh, you couldn't disappear us one way or another. Now you'll disappear us this way. No, we are us. Us are we. We might go over, you know, a, a spectrum, as it were, but the vast majority of us. Vast. Vast, vast, vast. The vast majority of people menstruating are women. Are women. And if you can find me a man that is menstruating, good. Okay. So, there you go. I just want to say, bodies with fucking vaginas. And here, now here's a canceling of women. Well, we can call men bodies with dicks. <laughs> oh, but they'll like that. They'll they'll like that. Nah, I don't want. No. Or or if for Trump, bodies with toadstools. <laughs> All right, Susan. Well, didn't he call someone to testify? Oh, that was in that. Yes, book. yes, yes, yes. It was Stormy Daniels herself who said that his penis looked like a toadstool. For that matter, a lot of penises look like toadstools, don't they? Why did we? I mean, let's not get into this. <laughs> I have to tell you, I haven't seen one in a long time. It's okay. You might you know me either. <laughs> well, I got a grandson. <laughs> well, yeah, but that doesn't count those little cute little things. Okay. So, 
body. Go ahead. We're, this is a terrible day no, that we're said, having. He this. said, he said, no. Okay. She said, go ahead. You didn't even hear it. Oh, four. four. Okay. So, Susan, uh, bodies with vagina. Remember, it was like a few weeks ago that the derivation of the word vagina is a scabbard that holds a saber. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Ladies, how do you see your position in the world here? Are you starting to note the environment you grew up in as a mere derivative? Yes. You are merely a Body scabbard around the- which all of this other stuff was placed to uh, distract from the scabbard-like nature of your body. You know what? I, I heard, Susan, that uh, the YWCA is changing to the YBWVCA, the Young Bodies with Vaginas uh I think that's a fine. I think that's a fine idea. Yeah. Uh, but what I was attempting to say was that this silencing, this cancellation of our very gender of our, of, of of more than half the population of the effing globe. Now I'm coming I, not. Wait, wait, wait. It's coming not from the right. Not coming from the likes of Todd Aiken. It's coming from the left. Is it not? No, I don't even think that's true. I think the left is just as irritating. I think it's coming from people. It's coming from from people trying to. to I I I don't think it's I th- I think it's more passively aggressive than you think. No, it is. I think it's that- coming to discredit everybody and to keep it the way it was by making it so ridiculous no. by refusing no. to understand it or use any thought in the way it's applied. Yes, that's what I think. It's I think it's a bunch of uh, men no, 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 sitting no, no. around not being able to figure out how to do this. Because I think it's disrespectful to everybody, absolutely everybody. It misrepresents everybody's Mm -hmm. feelings and wishes by making them appear ridiculous. Well, but I'm sorry. I think some of this gets into an area where it's easy to be made to look ridiculous. And I just I'll start with the LGBTQI LMNOP thing. That it that comes from, that it, it, it's ripe for that because of course sexuality being as complicated as it is those letters are endless. That's right. You could everybody everybody can have their own little friggin' category. I remember when you could just think wait, of wait, it wait. as a as a as a you know it's an IQ test. It's it's a memory test. Every uh, year we'll, we'll add another it. letter yeah. and we'll see if you well, can remember do. them. I know, and I've noticed that the more woke uh, uh, articles and that it is more than LGBTQI. Now there is something else on there. I forget what. Um, This is. I'm sick of it. I am sick of the. I think it's ISH. Oh fuck it. You mean ish? (laughs) LGBTQ ish. Ish. That's okay. I'll take that. that I one. think that in this case, that means et cetera. I think that's yeah. Fine. That means that's right. That means it's just you know, you it's a spectrum, and there you go. That's right. That's right. I remember our mom saying, "There's billions, hundreds of billions of people in the world, and there's hundreds of billions of different sexualities. That it's so individual, clearly." So she was right, and you can't. Start atomizing it down to this absurd point. So here you have the Lancet trying to be woke. And when they put out this menstruation article about, uh, you know, bodies with vaginas, uh, the editor defended uh, the omission of the word woman. (laughs) 
he, Richard Horton, said, it was a well-meaning attempt to achieve maximum inclusivity of all people. Well, how wonderful. And in trying to do maximum inclusivity, you lost the largest demographic of right. humanity. You, you, you just you just disappeared them. women. Right. And how hard and it, how hard, how hard is it vaginas. to How hard is it to say women and trans men? Yeah. Oh, but I bet you're thinking, I bet there's some other outlier out there that could also apply. I hate to tell you that. More than a trans man, there's got to be something. We keep learning stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying one way or the other, ladies, you're going to be canceled. They're working very, 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 very hard on it. They'll do it any way they can think of it. But um, well, legislatively right now is this most serious one. The legislative one is the most serious one, where, where our states are going to be one after another passing laws that say once pregnant, we cease to exist or have any constitutional rights, and all oh, of them flow to the embryo. That's right. Yay, embryos! Boo, bodies with vaginas! Uplift, feed eye! Down with women with vaginas! I say women with vaginas? Yeah, that's, that's wrong. Boy. That was incorrect. Eh. Totally. <laughs> so, oh, guess who was here last night? And I was not. I mean, I was here. In Mick my home. Jagger? Yeah. Yeah, the stones. So I'm, I'm envy. I'm waiting for. I've got some workers doing some work here, and they don't come till after the show because they don't want to make noise. Meanwhile, my next door neighbor's got a jackhammer going literally ten feet from me right now. So that seems all silly. But he went. One of these guys was so excited because he was going to the Stones concert. I can't wait to to get a blow by blow description description. So, well, he was in I, St. Louis first. The, the, the yeah. uh, concert started in St. Louis, and there were there were sightings of him all over town. Yeah, yeah. Dre- dressed as a St. Louisan, and and one of uh, one of my friends actually snapped a picture of him being dressed as a St. Louisan, and I got to say he was doing a very good job of it. He had he was at the arch at the base of the arch with his standing in front of it, touristy, going, this is me at the arch in a bucket hat and like a red lumpy uh, shirt uh, tucked into some like painter's pants and brown shoes. I mean, you would not have noticed that you would not have known it was Mick Jagger unless you looked way under that hat. He looked like everybody else. You would have thought it was a frail, a frail old man. A little old man, then maybe you should slip him a buck. (laughs) Yeah, or give him him some food. Right. I mean, he can't weigh more than 105 pounds. I mean, just help the guy. Well, I think this person was actually tailing him because uh, she reported him later at the art museum. (laughs) (laughs) I guess she was. She was stalking him. Well, I don't know where he's going to show up in Pittsburgh or where he did. But, well, he uh, has fun. He he, he eats and yeah. he goes out and has fun and yeah. sees yeah, the town, does. enjoys the town. Yeah. Well, remember <clears throat> when I'm uh, Tom Sokolowski, who used to be on the show um, all the time, uh, former head of the Warhol Museum, had wonderful a wonderful story of uh, the Stones coming. Uh, over to the museum and he this was at a time when it was normally not open so he just let them in and they went into this one room that has all these uh sort of balloon like things in i don't know how to describe it and how they were just playing and having a, a wonderful time but uh yeah so tom got to comfort with them at the at the museum. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to see them ever again. I've decided that. I decided it when I didn't get tickets to this because I just saw I've been there, done that. They put on an incredible show, um, but I I just no, I'm not I, ready to sit in a crowd a crowd of screaming people right now. 
even if they're outdoors? No. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think we're... I'm traumatized. (laughs) I think we are more, uh, yeah, reticent than most people. I I think we maybe should ease it up a little bit, but I I don't know. Anyway, uh, I got a complaint. What is this thing? All of a sudden, I swear to God, the news media have decided that the Democrats consist of moderates and progressives. And the moderates are like mansion and cinema. Those well, aren't are moderates. moderates. Those are not moderates. But that's what the news is calling them. I've seen the report after report, even though I say I don't watch any. Television. Well, you can't even call cinema a. Uh, a she was Democrat. Uh, she's not a Democrat. <laughs> she 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 just got elected under. You know, she just you lied know, her way into office and and yeah. and won't even talk to her constituents. No, you know what she is? She's a body with a vagina. Well, maybe. Yes. No, she is. Although she loves to parade around that she's a body with a vagina who's bisexual and has different color hair every day. And look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And where's the most outrageously awful clothes you have ever seen on any. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. This woman is the, I mean, she might be on the narcissist scale up there with Donald Trump. Well, you are describing a narcissistic personality disorder and they're Total. most Total. unpleasant people. Yeah. She's she's just playing and she's you know, she's 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 having a fine time and drawing attention to herself and not doing her job. No, she's and also undermining and she's totally stoned on her own adrenaline. I mean, I get really yeah, you get high. Like, yeah, she's she is like one messed up cookie. Hmm. Okay. Oh, here's here's something funny. Who dug this up? Uh, Michelle Goldberg. Um, uh, in another uh, iteration, uh, Kristen Cinema, uh, back when uh, I don't know who was 2003. Okay, 2003. Kristen Cinema organized a protest outside a Tucson hotel because. Democratic senator, in name only, Joe Lieberman, had come to town, and he was campaigning for, I don't know, somebody. And Kristen Cinema, or Kristen, excuse me, Kristen Cinema, uh, was quoted as the organizer of this rally against him. He is a shame. To Democrats. He seems to want to get Republicans voting for him. What kind of strategy is that? Well, <laughs> I sure wish the current iteration of Kirsten, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, cinema. Isn't that weird? Her name is Cinema, like a movie. She's in her No, own no, movie. it really is. And when you were saying her name and mispronouncing it, it. I was going, why are we talking about Christian movies? <laughs> Christian cinema. Yes. <laughs> That's where she's had. I mean, my head really, I had to yeah, reel yeah. my head back and replay okay. that in my brain. Did you see that Pat Robertson is finally hanging? Yes. Out? Maybe, maybe Christian cinema could take over. Watch, she'll change her name if it helps. <laughs> oh, dear. It could be a weird God. kind of porn star name, too. <laughs> well, I can see she could also become a porn star. I mean, I you put, put the, you look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'll never, I mean, the whole thing of her famous, uh, you know, totally screwing all the poor, hardworking minimum wage workers of the country with her famous uh, thumbs down vote against the $15 minimum wage where she sashayed, I kid you not, sashayed up to the front of the Senate 
and then sort of with a curtsy and her thumb down made her vote and then turned around and flounced out. She is effing ethic. All right. She's so replaced Mansion in my. I know she in makes my, him look, uh, you know, yeah, like he's makes him uh, look good. Like he's trying so yeah. hard to reach a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's actually. Yeah, he is involved. She refuses to even be involved. No, she, she does. She does. Nobody even knows why she's against anything that she's against. She, right, or, and nobody or knows what she wants. wants. Nobody right. knows what she wants. I mean, it, because she it, won't tell anybody. No, How is you're that supposed somebody? to guess. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's how you stay in the spotlight longer. You guess wrong. You guess wrong. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. So as we speak, we are missing, although we'll find out later, the testimony of Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen, who is right now testifying before a Senate committee. And you couldn't make up the fact that Facebook went down yesterday, right as it's, you know, in the crosshairs of of these uh, leaked documents about what's really going on at Facebook. And then it crashes on top of it. So <laughs> you got to love it. By the well, way, I've decided Mark Zuckerberg is not human. I don't, I don't think he's He totally never human. was. I mean, you know, no, just from the, him. Well, the initial look. inception of Facebook was, you know, sort of the takeoff on, on you know, mean guys looking, trolling for girls, I, you know, in college. It just was. And then he stole it from the people that helped him. Develop. I mean, there there was never this. He's. He's just a a guy that got way too rich, way too fast, and he was unformed and unethical when it started. Why would we think he would grow? No, he's 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 he's. Why uh, should he grow? I, I to tell you, I was looking at him talking the other day. It was something where there he was. He was talking, and what freaked me out is how. He really does appear. It was if somebody had said, this is our latest iteration. If I say iteration one more time, well, we're going to start. Yeah, we all start me. counting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because I can't think of the other word I could use. What's another? The latest. He, if you said this is our latest uh, model for um, AI. AI robot. Look at this. Isn't this lifelike? Well, you'd say, yeah, it is, but there's still, there's something missing, you know, some animating thing that is probably a human soul. You don't see it. He seems robotic and doesn't seem quite human. His speech, his face, the lack of any animation. I am not kidding you. Look at it. No, it's Look like Jared Kushner. It's sort of the same. It's the, it's the, it's the same thing. And part of it, I'll tell you, part of it's probably Botox. But, um, yeah. He, well, with I, Kushner it, it is. Well, with Kushner, it's so much surgery that, you know, the poor guy's got his tush on his face at this point. Um <laughs> I don't know why I brought him up. I mean, it, 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 I'd been so happy no. not thinking of him. No, but it is not. that say, no. you know, you're looking for a real human being. That's what I'm saying. There, he, there was no human being formed when he began, and he got so much reward for not being formed. Why the hell should he get formed? No, there's no reason to. Uh, but and that woman that he hired to be his conscience ain't doing so good either, Ms. San, Lean In Sandberg. No. There, the whole corporate culture there is sick and toxic, 
And it's exactly what this whistleblower has shown us. The fact that they knew that in just one instance, this is one little thing she uncovered. They knew that adolescent girls, a lot of them, let's say millions, were being harmed by their product. And yes, says that. Facebook, but 99 million aren't. <laughs> that, that was their response. Well, I got to tell you, they are. So anyway, here, I got I want to share just a little bit with you because the fact that they crashed, like, I don't give a shit. I am not on Facebook. Well, I know the show is, but I'm not. As a matter of fact, I can't even get on my own Facebook thing because I don't know what the password is. Um, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on WhatsApp. I'm not on any of those things. And, um, but apparently when they all went down yesterday, there were people all over the world who were literally in a panic. And the reason being is their livelihoods are on there. Yeah, they're ripping you off through ads. I am proud to say I didn't know about it till I read about it. Yeah, no, I did not either. But here's something I didn't realize. You know how sometimes, see, I don't understand anything, but yeah, I, okay, I, I'm going to play a little game on my phone. And the first thing it says is, do you want to open it in Facebook? And I always think, what? Why would I open I can open it right? Why? Why? So I, you know, I, I go on. Turns out a lot of people answer that question, yes. And so when Facebook went down, those people couldn't, a lot of people couldn't even turn their televisions on. They couldn't sign into their smart TVs. They they couldn't in their smart homes, couldn't get their thermostats uh, to change. And so I think the smartest people in the world would eschew, I bless you, any, <laughs> get out of my head, <laughs> would eschew, I love That's that word. Right. I know I, I, um, this, this, you know, this, this like less than subtle push that we're all getting to make ourselves more and more dependent on these gizmos. Your house should be dependent. And so when it goes down, when the big guy goes down like this, you maybe can't open your garage door. You can't get out of your effing house. Well, that would suggest that you got a house that was smarter than you. And you well, should see, never have heading. Yes, but you should <laughs> never have things no. around you that are smarter you know that are not within your control that are smarter than you. What's that animated movie I saw not too long ago where that's exactly what happens? All the all the things with chips in them turn on the people. All the things. What is that movie? It was great. No, I, don't, uh, I don't watch yeah. movies like that because I well, like to sleep. Well, but stop it. Yeah, but it just, it was wonderful. Wonderful. So people who, I, I was at a, like, somewhat of a dinner party the other night, and my hostess said at one point, Alexa, play. Oh, no, or she asked, Alexa, what? And I had had a drink or two, I admit. And I couldn't, I, I wasn't thinking. I just screamed out, Alexa, fuck you. Did Alexa say that's not polite? No, she didn't. But my host looked at me with such shock and said, for God's sake. And I think all the other people were looking at me like, what the hell? Oh, well, did you get, my, did you, you had one of your noisy explosions at a polite event, did you? <laughs> Yes, I did. One of my, my they don't, animus, don't they know you? <laughs> yes, no, but I guess that, that one was even too much for them. I mean, I my animus to talking and giving a name to, I mean, and I think the host seemed to be jumping to, my sense was it was jumping to Alexa's defense. defense. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I hurt her? You know, where we ascribe what now emotion to these 
things that are See, just what gets things me about those things is, name? Is, doesn't it bother these I mean doesn't it bother them that they're listening to them all the time? I mean when no, my I guess not. When my, you know, like telephone inadvertently hops into a conversation and says, excuse me, were you, you know, the answer to that, and I, you know, I'll say, go away, who asked you? Oh, no, that happens every once in a while. And it did yell at me once. I turned off the minute I got a smartphone. I, I, what, what's on a smartphone? Is it Alexa or Siri or whatever the Siri is? Or Siri Siri. or Siri, yeah. I I shut her up. Well, I turned her into a man. Uh, because I wanted to, I didn't, I, I preferred. You to wanted have the voice a, of authority. No, I wanted, wanted to, to I wanted to order the man around. I wanted to, you know, oh, have okay. a male secretary. <laughs> Actually, that is why I, I did it. Okay. That's I, I wanted to have that's a male okay. secretary. So anyway, um, but I did say something to mother about sexism and my male secretary said to me, I don't think that was called for. And my mother looks at me and mother looks at me and says, "Did that phone just respond?" And I said, "Yes," and it was actually quite clever. <laughs> I like my male secretary. No, what? no, no. <laughs> I am telling all of you. I go, I'm going to sound like Howard Beale in Network. No, I actually I'm did turn it off because of I you. it never Don't worked when I wanted it. to, and it's only listening to me, uh, you know, and spying on me. So I turn it off. And I don't. And uh, when I got one, when I got the the you know Alexa for my son, I said, "You aren't going to keep that on, are you?" Be, uh, because he has small children who you know never saw screens and all that sort of stuff. Then the pandemic occurred, and now I got a three year old that goes, "Alexa, play Frozen." <laughs> oh, Jesus, I can't stand it. I know, but I can't stand it. Is that caller still there, Kevin? I'm sorry, I just saw we had a caller. They've been moldering there for a half hour. Um, <gasps> if you're there. Hey, hey, it's Mary hey. from Murraysville. Back from oh, the Mary. concert. Yes, ma'am. Oh, cool. <laughs> How it wonderful was, so good. was it? It was so sure good. It, it couldn't have been. I don't think it could have been better. I mean, they, they put on a hell of a show. And um, I just got to say, Mick Jagger is 78. And he just runs yeah. around. He, has, he hasn't lost his step. And that, no. that stage was as wide as Heinz Field. And then, like the runway part of it, came out to about the forty-yard line, I would say. And he just ran around over. that, yeah, all over it, butt sticking out, you know, same moves that Tina Turner taught him, and just, just, you know, just in his glory. I mean, and Keith and uh, Ron looked—they were having fun, they were smiling, they were happy. It was, it was good. The crowd was like working-class crowd. Everybody was into it. It was a really good experience. Good weather. I mean, just perfect. Oh, I'm happy for you. Happy for all of you. Um, I mean, I know the last time I saw him, which couldn't have been more than what, three or four years ago, the last time they were here. Um, yeah. And, and I, he was just, yeah, you're right. He runs up and down that, you know, the ramp and then all around the stage. And even then, so he was 70, yeah. whatever. He was over 70. There were a couple of pits. There were a couple of Pittsburgh moments. He said he had been wor- in between songs. He said he had been working a lot and he didn't have time to go to the Warhol and stare at himself, which everybody laughed. <laughs> and then oh, um, man. they played here in 1964. I think it's called the Grove or something like that. And up on the screen, they put um, a flyer from that show, and all the band was like wearing suits, and you know they were. And, and yeah. Mick said, "I hope nobody's." Yeah, I hope nobody climbed under the fence to get here tonight. I think that happened at that concert. <laughs> at that concert which well, was they fun. were, yeah, That there were very few people at that concert, I think. Oh, right? okay. Oh, and they made up for it yesterday. Yeah, it looked pretty full. I mean, pretty full. Great. And then here's a, a bit of trivia for you. Do you remember in the 80s when Mick was dating that model, Jerry Hall? Well, yeah, sure. he married her. Didn't he? Yeah. Kind well, not, yeah, you know, yes, he married her. They had kids. But you yeah. know who she's married to now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I can't even believe no, it. No, I a... know. No, she's married and has been for some time to friggin' Murdoch. Yep. That's a, jer- that's a, that's a journey of the vagina. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, what do you get a sense that yeah, that vagina could write a book? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's saying a lot. <laughs> 
Well, if you think that Rupert Murdoch has actually managed to copulate with Jerry Hall, you got to be out of your mind. Oh, really? I don't know how old he is. He's, okay. Even well, with he's in his 80s, health. but there, I mean, Viagra, dear Lynn. Uh, yeah, there, there's a pill for that, yeah. <laughs> right, of course. Anyway, it's a man's world. <laughs> well, thank All you, right. Jerry. I do appreciate it. Thank okay, you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, if you ask Jerry Hall's uh, ultimate aphrodisiac is obviously money and power. Right, and little squirts. <laughs> isn't I'm isn't Murdoch teeny? There. No, oh, I just I meant man as a group. They were no, I, that was oh. uh, that was an unintended but obvious double. All right, okay, okay, okay. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's tiny. Gigi says you and Susan are in rare form this morning. <laughs> I think she means positively. What a great show. I particularly loved it when Susan said she wanted to order a man around. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. We will. You see, remember, Susan started by saying that she was uh, felt hungover, but she's uh, she's obviously having a good time. Yeah, well, you know me. The, I, 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 I meet every bit of adversity with, with a uh, by cracking a joke, and I'm actually feeling much better at work. Okay, Joe wrote in, and I, I shop at Vagina Eagle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Vagina the giant eagle? eagle? <laughs> yes. And and you know how it often says sent from my iPhone? This says sent from my sockless big toe. Joe. That says great. See, there's all this pent-up merriment out there with no place to go. <laughs> oh, God. Roger writes, we call the person who delivers our mail, whom we assume has a vagina, the fem- female man. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 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 <laughs> oh, and then he says, do you consider the word she a derivative of he? Of course. Yeah. Of course. We really need to start over. Uh, yeah, no, we do have to start. Language is the biggest culprit. I mean, it is the, the original. If you, if you want to talk systemic racism, it, it, it's all embedded in our language, as, as is systemic misogyny. It's embedded in our language. And so to get it out of the culture is impossible because it's reinforced every time you speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Here's that killed writing. the mood. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I, no, I, I, I was reading something. You were reading. I okay. I should have kept talking. I was longer. listening to uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer's Will Bunch, who was at the uh, concert last night. Um, he says, I'm posting this after finally crossing off one of the top five items on my bucket list. Having seen Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones, the world's greatest rock and roll band actually seemed to get younger as the grueling two hour show progressed. So by the closing fireworks aided satisfaction, they'd regain their inner 1965. I need to learn that trick. Well, part of it is, yeah, there, you stay, I guess, um, you keep moving, and they really move. Well, if you I, look at their faces, there I mean, there's no Botox in those faces. No, and, I, you like know, these. and I find when I start, like, I boxed yesterday. So when I was boxing, one of the first 20 minutes, I'm just, my legs feel like they're 70, you know, my arms don't know how to punch, my hips don't know what to, at, at, you know, at uh-huh. minute about thirty-five, I am a machine, and I feel yeah. great. And by at the end of the hour, I could do another half an hour. Yeah, that's what happens. That is what happens. So that's a good reason to push through the first 
parts of your moving when you think, oh, I can't. I can't do this. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah, you can. And then it gets yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, God. I was going to do all this talk on Facebook. Stuff. I know. It didn't happen. Well, it didn't. Things just happened instead, which is okay. There'll be more Facebook stuff after this. Uh, excuse me, I'm belching. After this hearing. Well, when when we have you know something more to say, I mean, you know, let's see what let's see what she has to. It's very difficult this stuff because, um, so it's there. The question remains: What do you do about it? I mean, one of the things she's talking about is that she got mad when the committee that she was functioning on that was actually working to stop a lot of this misinformation yeah. was mm-hmm. disbanded. The minute right. after the election, when th- when the you know the whole new slew of misinformation came down, and they knew it, and led to January sixth, and led to January sixth, but they had already right. immediately disbanded. You know, she was basically out of that job, not not out of work, but out of that job, <laughs> and and she began to decide that maybe they weren't sincere. Is that the uh, essence of her? She had all, I mean, she's got a lot to say, which is why I, when I, when we get done, I'm turning on the, yeah, yeah. Thing. I've been monitoring so, it. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I just want to share, if I can, uh, this, uh, a Q and a that was done uh, on the Atlantic uh, uh, using the, the, well, the person I'm quoting is the, their reporter who has covered Facebook for uh forever and it's interesting some of what she has to say about the the uh shutdown yesterday she says the web isn't just fragile because we don't think of it as fragile the web isn't just fragile it's wholly ephemeral we get a false sense of permanence from these tech giants with their huge platforms. But the truth is that nothing lasts online and it's all decaying all the time. Nevertheless, an outage this severe is almost unheard of. And then she says the ripple effect can be profound. And here is the the first thing she comes up with is fascinating to me. The first thing she thinks of, of of what happened when Facebook went down and WhatsApp and all, all the rest, she says a massive, if temporary, shift in the attention of billions of people has cultural consequences. Whoa! Now you realize that all anyone wants and what power is in this technological age is attention. Facebook wants your attention. All of these places need our attention. Marketers want our attention. And what happened is billions of people who normally would have their attention in this one place were set adrift. And she thinks, I mean, who knows? Everyone reacted in a different way. Do you think that that is, that's the first thing that came to her mind. She said maybe people took note of their own reflexive habits, their relationships to these sites. Maybe a few people found respite. Who knows? Right? Yeah. I can't go there. I might actually have to live my life. And the thing about Facebook that I've come to realize is it is like cigarettes. It is intentionally, the whole business model is addictive. Yeah, that is correct. It is addictive. And we all are addicted to, at you know, certain levels. The fact that I, I note, if I, I, like I'm on Twitter, I don't do much, but every once in a while I'll tweet something. If people like say, oh, I like that, or they respond I feel good. It's like Pavlov, Pavlov's dogs. You put something out there, and then if strangers like it, you are rewarded. 
if they don't like it, you can be brought down. It's the oddest, craziest kind of thing, but it's wholly addictive. And I think I, I saw in her prepared remarks, one of the things that she was going to uh, say was this, quote, when we as a nation realized tobacco companies were hiding, hiding the harms their product caused, the government took action. When we figured out cars with, were safer with seatbelts, the government took action. I implore you to do the same here. She sees Facebook as every bit as damaging to us, our children, our democracy, you name it, more so, I think, than cigarettes were. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it affects a much larger group than smokers and even secondhand oh, yeah. smokers, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's. Well, look what uh, it's done to our politics. Look what it's done. It's helped this whole division thing couldn't have happened. Well, and it's all based Without. on what you just described, those clicks. And what That's they right. figured out was that, you know, moderation doesn't get you clicks. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's it's the it's the you know the, the outrageous insides that that get it right. that get the clicks. So it's That's yanked right. political speech to the more radical at each end. That is correct. And if you look again at the business model, it is about addiction and addicting us, and they've been wildly successful. But the other thing is that the business model essentially amplifies the worst aspects of human nature. And by doing that, Mark Zuckerberg gets obscenely rich. Yeah, well, apparently he lost $7 billion yesterday. Big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Drop in the bucket. He did not notice. Big fucking deal. I'm sure he's got three million of it already back today. Three billion of it already back today. But there's um, there's a piece in the uh, business section of the Times today uh, saying a guy. I don't know if it's hopeful thinking or wishful thinking. He says uh, he looks at Facebook and he sees a kind of slow, steady decline, Um, and he points out that uh, when Facebook did, it's uh, some of what she, the whistleblower, put out there is they, you know, did due diligence seeing how young people felt about Facebook, yada yada yada. And one of the one of the quotes they got is from an 11 year old <coughs> who said, "Facebook is for old people." Mm-hmm. Well. That's a death, uh, that, 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 that'd be a death knell. That's a death sentence. And they, the reason they're going after younger and younger people is, right, Facebook is now for old people. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's still one of the most influential, obviously, companies in the world. I'm going to start coughing now, and I have a feeling I'm not going to stop. Okay, but we're done. Okay. (laughs) Yes, we are done. So I'll say goodbye. (laughs) No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to congratulate you. But after a very shaky start. I I finished uh, strong, don't you think? Zero in the second half. Yeah, yeah, totally zero. So there were only four. I thought we were going to get up to 10 at the rate you were going there early in the game, but there are only four. So I congratulate you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I try to always improve. (laughs) That's good. That is always good. There's always room for a lot of growth in my life. Okay. Yeah. God knows in all of us. Okay, Sue, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And uh, for you guys, thank you as well. And bye.
Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.